Please get set to be blessed by the teaching ministry of Reverend Dan Paul Fredericks, the lead pastor of the City of Grace. I left, I left some of you in the spirit. You are still hanging there. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, Luke chapter 6, verse number 38. We take God's word. God's word that is able to save, deliver, change, and transform. God's word that is able to give us an inheritance among the saints that are sanctified. Praise God. God's word that is able to build us up. Build us up. Build every area of our lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. While I was listening to Minister Sunday, Minister... I hear every line, every refrain of his song was littered and sun-filled and sandwiched in between the words, the word of God. Praise God. And that is how a minister of the gospel ought to minister. Praise God. Amen. So the Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. He said, with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Praise God. The operative word here is give, and it shall be given to you. Praise God. I prefer the old King James Version. Let's read it from there. He said, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together. And running over shall men give into your bosom. But with the same measure that you met with all, it shall be measured to you again. Now, if you take a very good look at this scripture, it say, men will give to you, and he said, it shall be given to you. It shall be measured to you. One of the things that will happen when men give to you is that they will shake it together, they will press it together, and then they will deliver it to you. Praise God. But I want you to know that behind the man giving to you is God himself. Behind the man giving to you is God himself. You do the giving, but men will deliver to you. Why? Because God will ask them too. Praise God. So anytime you give to God, expect a harvest. Tell somebody, are you expecting something? Ask somebody, say, are you expecting something? We are still teaching on the principles of prosperity. God's pattern of prosperity. Praise God. If you observe since the first week of July, I have not said anything about what you need to do, the part that you need to play. No. I've all been hammering on the fact that God wants you to prosper. He wants you to live above only. Praise God. And if there was anything I have said in the last two services, is the fact that you need to give and it shall be given unto you. Praise God. So God will ensure that men give to you and God will reign increase upon your life. But if there is anything that God will never do is that God will never rain money from heaven for you. Praise God. God will never rain money from heaven for you because there are no currencies in heaven. There are no denominations in heaven. There is no dollar in heaven. Why? Because the Central Bank of America is not in heaven. There are no Naira notes in heaven. If any man ever prophesied to you that money will rain from your ceiling into your lap, the man is talking from his head knowledge. Only one servant of God went and he was going on a missionary journey by the name of T.L. Osborne. And he fasted and prayed and prayed and prayed. And he got tired and he kept confessing the word. And one day he still him burst open and money began to rain into his house. Praise God. But you see, the money that came to him that day didn't come from heaven. 
How God collected the money and put them in his ceiling to rain down, nobody can tell. But you see, we have a lot of theory concerning that. It could be that somebody had stolen money and kept them in the ceiling there until husband came at the right time and needed that money for ministry and God opened the windows of the ceiling and the money popped. It is possible that somebody had taken money somewhere and kept somewhere and God allowed a hurricane breeze to carry that money. Listen to me, child of God, your money, nobody can take it. You didn't hear what I said. Your own money, nobody can take it. Somebody somewhere could have taken that money, but they couldn't take it until T.L. Osborne asked for that money. Tell somebody you need to start asking for your money. Say you need to start placing a demand for your money. You're not talking as if you're in the city of grace. You need to start placing a demand for your money. Hear me and hear me well. Your money is not with God. Your money is not with God. Your money is not in God's possession. Your money is in the hand of the devil. This will rock somebody's boat now. Your money is not in God's pocket. It is not in God's account. It is not in God's domain. Your money is in the hand of the devil. And you need to lay claim on it for him to release it. Somebody say, Pastor, why will you say my money is in the hand of the devil? Because the devil is the God of this world. The, the devil is in charge of the systems of this world. The devil is in charge of the financial system of this world. When Adam fell by reason of treason, he legally handed over everything that is in this world to the devil. He had no moral right to do it, but he had every legal right. Why? Because God delivered the earth into him. Gave him the entire universe and said, Adam, you rule, you dominate, you have dominion. So when he approached the devil, he delivered everything legally to him. And you see, the lease upon the face of this earth will run until Christ surfaces. You can't take over the world from the devil until Christ returns. In other words, you are going to leave as neighbors with him. <laughs> Praise God. Every day of your life, you are going to demand for your right and take it by force. But I have good news for you. You are not in a war with him. You are not battling with the devil. Praise God. Don't allow any preacher tell you that you ought to be a prayer warrior. No, you need to pray, but you're not a prayer warrior. Praise God. The concept of a prayer warrior suggests to me that we are at war. And that if you don't pray, the devil will eat you. No, the devil cannot eat you. He's a defeated foe. Let somebody know that. The devil is what? A defeated foe. He cannot eat you. Listen, he is going through and fro, seeking for whom he may devour. But you are not the person he will devour. Am I, am I in church here? Have I been gone for too long? Praise God. He is looking for whom he may devour. But you are not in the class of the people that the devil can devour. I don't know about you, but he can't devour me. Oh, he can't touch my money. He can't touch my prosperity. He can't touch my healing. He can't touch my family. He can't touch my children. He can't touch my wife. He can't touch my enterprise. He can't touch anything that my hand touches. Why? I am not in the class of the people that he may devour. Praise God. Listen, and the more you know it, the more you are rooted in God's word, the more you have the audacity, the boldness, the authority to exercise your dominion in your domain. If you don't know it, the devil will use you 
as a guinea pig. What some medical student or science student will use in a lab, he will use it for experiments. He will take your first 100,000 and see whether or not you will be angry. If he sees you, say, okay. He will take the next 200. And then you say, he takes the next 300. He takes until he leaves you pauperished. That English was taken from a pauper, somebody who lives from Antomount. Praise God. But my money belongs to me. I don't know about you. My money belongs to me. And I have a right over my money. Praise God. So we have authority to claim our needs met in Christ Jesus. Colossians chapter 1 verse number 12. Let's go quickly tonight. I have a lot of scripture to prove to you what God wants you to know. What he has delivered to you. And where he has placed you. So that anytime you close your eyes and the devil rears his ugly head from your spirit. You can rebuke him and tell him he doesn't belong here. Praise God. Bible says, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Did you see that in your Bible? Did you see that in your Bible? Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us. Praise God. The word made means able. He has made us able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. In other words, we have an inheritance. If you don't have an inheritance, you don't have what to draw from. Hello? We have an inheritance. As born again children of God, we have an inheritance. And our inheritance is full measure, pressed down, shaken together. Are you listening to me tonight? Our inheritance is so large that throughout our lifetime here on planet Earth, we will never be able to exhaust it. Let me be a bit humorous tonight in the word that some of you may never be able to take up to 10% of your inheritance till you leave this place. 10%. You will spend all you can and you have not exhausted 10%. Take a good look at a man of God you know in this nation or a believer you know in this nation that is doing well. They've not been able to scratch 10% yet. You know why? You can't exhaust God. Your inheritance is God himself. All the abundance that God has is your inheritance. It is not that Dan Paul's inheritance is a billion naira. Pastor Jerry is 300 million. Um, Minister Danny is 200 million. If God does it like that, then God is partial. Praise God. That means he looks at our countenance, the way we talk to him, and then he prospered us. Hallelujah. So we have been delivered from every yoke. There is no bondage in which we have been entangled. There is nothing that is holding us in captivity. If any person under the sound of my voice thinks he's under a particular yoke, it is ignorance. If you think you're under any kind of yoke, it is ignorance. If you are that kind of person that will say, in my family, nothing good has ever happened to any person. In my family, I am the first to have counted a hundred thousand. And I think this is our lot in life. You are under the yoke of ignorance. You've been here a couple of months back. You will know that in this church, all of us have been delivered from the power of darkness. Praise God. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. There is no curse that is operating in our life. Verse number 14 of the same text. He said, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. In whom we have been liberated. In other words, assuming without considering that there is a yoke, we have been redeemed. Hello, church. 
We have been what? We have been redeemed. We are not going to be delivered. He is not thinking about delivering us. You see, the gospel that says we are going to be blessed, we are going to be blessed, is a futuristic gospel. God's going to do it for you when? Tomorrow is a futuristic gospel. The gospel that tells you your deliverance will come very soon is a futuristic gospel. Are you listening to me? We have been delivered. We have been set free. We are not bond men or bond servants. We are sons in this kingdom. Oh, I didn't hear a good amen. Listen, I don't know about you, but I'm a son. And I walk like a son. I don't go to bed thinking like a servant. I don't walk around thinking like a servant. I carry my head high, my shoulder properly propped up because I am a son. I know who I am. I know who I am. I know what rightly belongs to me. Praise God. I know what belongs to me. I know I'm entitled to the good things of life. I know I'm entitled to abundance, to plenty, to increase in every area of life. I know I'm entitled to the super abundant life. I know that I'm blessed and highly favored. That is my lot in life. Anything short of that is not mine. Tell your neighbor, is it you he's talking about? Ask him again, say, is he you he's talking about? First John chapter 5, verse number 19. Let me show you something interesting that kept me laughing this afternoon. First John chapter 5, verse number 19. Praise God. Listen, the more you know who you are by virtue of God's revelation and understanding from the word, the more you will walk and experience all the good things of life. Praise God. The Bible says, we know that we are of God. Tell somebody, I am of God. Tell somebody with an attitude to say, I am of God. He said, and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. He said, and the whole world lies in wickedness. The whole world lies in poverty. The whole world lies under the sway of the enemy. But we are of God. I am of God. Tell somebody to say, I am of God. There is a way you say this that it registers with your core. It touches your spirit and you know without a shadow of God that you are of God. The reason why many Christians behave and live the way they believe is because they think they are of this world. So all their resources is limited to this world. A man who understands that he is of God knows that all the vastness, all the wealth, all the resources of God are at his word, his disposal. Praise God. We are not in darkness, though we are in the world. Praise God. None of us is in darkness, though we are in the world. Amen. Let me take you back again to Colossians. Colossians chapter 2, verse number 13 to 15. Oh, today I don't want to be too fast. I want to read the scriptures from the text so that you see it for yourself. From verse number 13 to 15, Colossians chapter 2. Amen. And time is not my friend, so I'm going to be a bit fast. The Bible says, and you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive. In other words, he quickened us. In other words, he made us born again with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Praise God. Verse number 14, having wiped out the handwritten of requirement that was against us. In other words, every legal argument, every legal writing that was contrary to us, 
Bible says, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to his cross. Praise God. So we are the triumphant ones. We are not in bondage anymore. We are not owing any debt to the devil that we need to pay. We are the triumphant one because of what Jesus has done. Praise God. Listen, I have said it time without number that everything that Jesus did, he didn't do it for himself. He did it for Dan Paul. While he was doing it, he was crediting it to my account. While he was going through the pain, he was crediting the glory that should follow to my account. Praise God. So he nailed principality. He made a public show of them. And he said, Dan, go take the spoil. Go take the spoil. Anything you need, go take it right now. Praise God. So it is written down and credited to my account that I defeated Satan. It is not that I am going to defeat Satan. You know, there are many people in the church who are praying to defeat the devil. But I'm not going to defeat him. I have defeated him. Hello? You know, there are people daily, they pray, they fast, they study the world so that when the devil show up, they will defeat him. You need to hear that again. There are people daily, they do morning devotion so that if the devil shows up in their office by 9 a.m., they will have the ability to defeat him. Haven't you heard people say, make sure you pray and fast and take time to read the word so that when the devil appears, you can speak the word. Haven't you heard that? But we don't do all that to defeat the devil. He is a defeated foe. We defeated him 2,000 years ago. Listen to me, child of God. When Christ was making a public show of him, we were in him. Oh, I'm missing something here. I was in him. Praise God. All that he did, he did on my own account. Do you ever think that in my own power and strength and wisdom, I could deal with that sneaky, sneaky Satan? That guy is a snitch. He is full of logic and schemes. That guy is a schemer. He could reason you out of logic. That is why the only way you can deal with him is by faith. If you ever descend to the arena of logic, the devil will whip you 10 times. When he appeared before you, he said, had God said, that was logic. That was reasoning. Praise God. If he had appeared in the arena of faith, he would have dealt with him. Let's not go into that tonight. Let me leave you where you'll be comfortable. Praise God. So... <laughs> Let me leave you where you'll be comfortable. You don't want to hear all that scheme, logic. you go to bed thinking about schemes and logic. Tell your neighbor, I am, I am. of God. Say it again, say, I am, I am. of God. Last time, say, I am, I am of God. Say, if you want to know more about me, you go seek God out. The more you know of God, the more you know of me. Say it with an attitude. The more you know of God, the more you know of me. Paul had that revelation. He said, henceforth no I no man after the flesh. Because all the men that I see, they are of God. Oh, Lord, keep me, to, keep me, just keep me tonight. You see, the more I teach this truth, the more I get deeper into the understanding that I've never had before. Do you know that the more your lecturer teaches a particular topic, the more knowledgeable he is, the more his scope of understanding. So, you know, sometimes you are amazed that your lecturer is teaching a topic. You are wondering whether they opened this call and poured it inside his head. 
When I was in the law school, I had this Mr. Onyekoro. He's dead now. He died about two years ago. Onyekoro will come to the lecture hall and teach for one hour. And sometimes he will cite like 70 cases, the citation, the holding in that matter, 70. Jerry is shaking his head. Without opening, he doesn't come with a, with a book or anybody. He just comes, walks in with his phone, keeps his phone and begins to teach. And I'm like, take his brain, put in my head. But I came to understand that he's been doing it for years. So it's not part of him. Praise God. Do you know that anytime I tell you that great things are happening in my life is because of the things that I learn every day. The things that I teach every day. Once has he spoken, but twice we heard him. Anytime I read those scriptures out to your hearing, I hear it twice in my ears. The first time is when I read it. And when I read it and I hear myself say it, it re-echoes in my spirit. That what I say to myself is the truth. That is why the natural man can never comprehend the things of the spirit. Because they are foolishness to him. How dare Pastor Dan Paul says he is of God. He makes God like his mates. Take up stones, let's kill him. But I didn't write it. John said, you are of God. Tell somebody, say, Pastor Dan Paul. Tell somebody, say, Pastor Dan Paul. Okay, if you, are, if, you don't, if you don't know me as a pastor, say, Dan Paul is of God. Point towards me, say, Dan Paul is of God. Say it again, say, Dan Paul is of God. Say, that man on the stage is of God. Say, that man with the spotlight is of God. I am of God. The whole earth lies in darkness. But because I am of God, I am the light they are looking for. That was why Jesus, speaking into my future, he said, you are the light of the world. The things that I say to you, they are spirit and they are life. He said them ahead of me. He said, Paul, when you come into existence, sometime in Kamazo, you will be the light of the world. You are a city set upon a hill. He knew my assignment. And he credited my account before this time. Some of you, when you walk around town, all you see is being broke. Living from hand to mouth, managing two trousers, managing three shirts, fine boy, two trousers, two shirts. Those days are over. Why? Because I am of God. Anytime lack stares you in the face, don't go quivering, don't go asking. First, tell yourself, I am of God. Let him hear you echo it, I am of God. Listen, Buhari's son does not quiver when he passes through the shopping mall. If he likes it, he can afford it because his father sits on the treasure of Nigeria. Your father made the treasure of the earth. And he didn't make it for himself. He doesn't need it. See, your father is so wealthy that he decided to pave the entire heaven with gold. You know, when I hold my leg like this, I'm about to dance, but I don't want to dance. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, say, I am, I am of God. Tell yourself, say, I am, I am of God. Do you really know what is at God's disposal? Now that I'm talking, some of you, you, you know that you are of God, but only spiritually. Say, when it comes to praying and fasting, I'm of God. When it's come to talking the word, I'm of God. 
But nah, I better leave that side. When it comes to money, I know my level. No, when it comes to material things, I am of God. Write it down. Now that you are saved, the next most important element you need is too much money. If you don't like it, you better leave this service. Go home and pray and fast and wait for us when we come to heaven. We will be here a long time. Some of you that like me, me and you will be here for a long, long time. I know my wife will be here when all of you are gone. We'll be here. She's, she's hooked to me for life. Let me teach. Let me teach. Tell your neighbor, I'm of God. I am of God. Because I am of God, I have the liver. Let me use the word liver. You understand liver? I have the liver. You know, sometimes when you go to toast a babe that you know is from the other side. She's from the south side. But you, you are from the north side. You know, the south side is richer than the north side. You may not understand it till you go home. It is greener in the south side. It is Sahara in the north side. You see a lady who is from the south side. And your friends tell you, bros, look for your level. Just, just see, they will say, please, don't just disgrace yourself. Say, stay, stay within your limits. You see, even this one, your entire Alawi cannot buy her Mary Kay. Just stay here. Stay with us. Uh, get the one that is within your level so that you people can grow up together. Tell them the devil is a liar. <laughs> How many of you love the Lord tonight? Say, I am of God. I am of God. See, I want this phrase, this sentence to register in your spirit. So much so that anytime anything crosses your mind, what comes out of your mouth is I am of God. Any trace of fear would dispel anytime you say I am of God. Anytime you say I am of God, God shows up on your behalf. If my son runs to me and say, Daddy, fix this thing. I will want to show him that I'm truly his daddy by doing what? By fixing it. So anytime you say, I am of God, the entire resources of heaven stand still and they're asking, what more do you want? You will catch that revelation some other time. Praise God. So no matter your hard work, your diligence, your praying and your fasting, except and until... You understand that you are of God and you command the devil to take his hands off your business, you won't go far. Let me say it again. No matter your hard work, your diligence, your praying, and your fasting, and your connection, if you don't realize that you are of God and commands the devil to take off his hands on your finances, you won't go far. You know why? Because he's the God of this earth. The entire resources are within his domain. But what God has credited to your account is yours. But he will sit on it until you know. Praise God. Tell somebody it's good to know. 
Jesus said, you shall know the truth. And the essence of the truth that you know will determine the freedom that you enjoy. If you know little, you will enjoy little freedom. If you know much, your freedom will be what? It will be much. Praise God. So we are not going to win. We have won. We are not a warring church. We are not warriors. We are an occupational army. We are occupying where, you understand something when it comes to occupational army? You know, there are, there are, there are Air Force personnel, right? They fly with, with jets. They go into an area, they, they level the area, praise God, with bombs, explosive grenades, explosive, any other thing, praise God. Then the foot soldiers do what? They just come in and do what? And occupy. You, you are not an Air Force personnel, you are occupational army. Jesus used all the powers at his disposal to destroy the yoke of the enemy over your life. So what do you do now? You occupy. Don't you ever go to that war thinking you are going to fight and win. You have already won. Don't start your Monday with a mindset, I want to pray and fast so that I can win this week. You are giving too much credit to the devil. Go with the mindset that you have won, but you're only occupying. Am I talking to myself tonight? I'm talking over your head, praise God. Listen, you are occupying, you are not going to fight to win. Don't you ever leave your house with the mindset that I'm going to win. You have already won. No, if I don't do this, something will happen. No, there is nothing more that you need to do, much more than what Christ has done on your behalf. It is this gospel that makes people and makes other people think that we preach a very easy gospel. That's the gospel of grace. He's done it. He's not going to do it. He's not thinking about doing it. God is not thinking about sending you money. He sent it. God is not thinking about fixing that marriage. He fixed it. God is not thinking about establishing that business. He's established it. Everything that he needs to do, he's done it. You need to realize it and come into occupation. Hello? Hello? Even your academics, prosperity in your academics, God is not going to fix it, he's fixed it. You need to realize it and open up and begin to embrace what is done for you. Listen, there is a place for prayer. There is a place for thanksgiving. Thank you for the things you've done for me. I appropriate you. The same way we practice the presence of God, the same way we practice walking in dominion, the same way we practice walking in abundance, the same way we practice having all that we've ever asked for. If God has not done it, he will run to a mental home because of over 7 billion people asking him every day, give me something, give me something, give me something. There's something I wanted to say, but if you've not been here, if you get the other tips, you have it copied for you, you'll be able to catch up. Before he brought you here, he made provision for you. He knew you would be here. He knew some of you will be born again on the 7th of March, 1991. Some will join on the 11th of May, 2018. He knows some other persons will join this class, this club, next year. He made provision for them. He's done it. 
In line with that, do you know that the entire world has been saved? Every Muslim, every Vudoi, every Buddha worshipper, every pagan in your little village of Gangari has been saved. But they need to come into the understanding and receive it. Do you think God is worrying about saving the world? No, he saved it. He's delivered everybody. Your little great granny that has refused Christ has been saved several years ago. All she needs to do is, Lord, come into my heart. I receive this gift. And bam, her spirit is regenerated. Tell somebody, say, I am of God. And the whole earth lies in darkness, but I'm walking in the light. Praise God. First John chapter 4, verse number 4. Quickly, sir. First John 4, 4. Media, if you help me tonight, I'm sure I'm going to preach, pray a special prayer for you. First John 4, 4. Are we here? He said, you are of God. Tell somebody, say, you are of God. <laughs> Tell him, he say, you are of God. Did I write it? Did I write it? Tell someone, say, you are of God. Marvelous, what did Emeka say to you? What did he tell you? Say it loud. Say it loud. Did you hear it? Did I coin that word when I said I am of God? I didn't. He said it. He said, you are of God. And as old as Dan Paul is, he said, little children. I'm praying that I will never be old before my father God. You know, there are people, if you call them young man, they take offense. You say, are we mates? Am I your playmates? When I started reading this Bible, you were still in play class. I want to be a child. I want to be a child. He said, you have got little children and have overcome who? You have overcome who? You have overcome who? The scripture is there. Open your mouth and say, you have overcome who? Are you thinking of some money? You don't want to see scriptures? He said, you are of God. Oh, he said, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. What is them? Them are wicked spirit operating in the world. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. We are of God. And he calls us little children. In other words, till tomorrow, he is still sheltering us. <laughs> he is still protecting us. He is still seeing to it that we are cuddled and protected. I am one of those who believe that daily God gives his angels responsibility concerning me. In other words, he tells them, follow down Paul as he goes to Cantar Road, anything he asks, supply. Ensure that his car does not break down on the road. Ensure that nobody brushes his car. He likes his car black. Ensure that if he wants coffee, it is provided for. Why? Because he is my little child. Some of you, you are too old for God. You plan for God. Say, can't you see? We've been in faith 30 years. How come we don't have the revelation that you have? It is because you are old. 
What differentiates my children from Pastor Jerry is that they are always asking because they are little children. What differentiates me and you is that I'm always asking because I'm a child. You, you have stopped asking. You are trying to manage your life. Don't you see the difference? You are trying to fix it. I got this. I got this. I got this. By 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, before Pastor Mary wakes up, I will call her so that she will know the urgency of the accident. You know, if you want my wife to bless you, don't call her by 6 a.m. I'm giving you leakage now. Even if fire is burning your house, don't call her by 6 a.m. She likes her sleep. Wait around 10, 11. Say, Mama, I just want to greet you. Stop at that. Let the spirit lead her. You will thank me after this service. If you call her 6.30, she will look at the phone. She will hear, doesn't he know that I have to prepare for work? I know she will say, who sent you? Sabi, Sabi. He said, you are of God. Listen to me, say, Dan Paul, you are of God because you are a little child and you have overcome them because Christ that is in you, the hope of glory is greater than he that is in the world. The one that is in the world now is the one that he defeated 2,000 years ago. Made a public show of him, removed his pants, his slacks, his vest, his shirt, put him on the stand naked, flogged him 36 Say, Dan, go take the spoil. Take the spoil. Do you know when, by and by, we get to heaven, if you see the devil, you will be amazed. You will even be asking, how about, you mean, you said, I did touch tonight, just to disturb us. Now, so you be. And I'm telling you, we give the devil too much credit. Too much credit. If God gives you a revelation of who he is and how he looks. And you should be ashamed. Anytime something happens and you open your mouth and say, it is the work of the devil. You should be ashamed of yourself. They catch a man, pants down. He said, it's not what you think. It's not what you think. It's not what you think. It's the devil. It's not the devil. The devil couldn't have made it happen. Bros, you are smarter than the devil. Just accept it was me. And I'm sorry. And it will not happen again. I move forward. I say, it's the devil. It's the devil. It's the devil. You still jump money, you say snake. <laughs> Is he a python? One million. Two million. Three million. I am, I am a snake too. <laughs> snake. Spiritual snake. Well, like, if you auction that snake, I'll buy it. Keep it in my house and tell Daniel, don't enter this room. This guy is an important visitor. <laughs> when we need money, we take him to Central Bank. <laughs> Bring it here. Point here. Point here. We give the devil too much credit. The whole world lies in darkness, but we are not in darkness. 
You are not in darkness. You know what to do. You know where to go. You know what to say. You know how to take the things you want to take. You know how to live in abundance and in plenty. Let me, tell, let me tell you the truth. Seven years from today, let me not give you three months. Seven years from today, if you remain the way you are, sitting under me, I have wasted my time here. I will not be like this seven years from today. I will not. The only way I will show to you that the glory of God is upon my life is by the corporeal, tangible things, asset you see me touch. I have so infiltrated my children's life that they know the things that they ought to take. I was driving to church this evening and I told Daniel, do you see that Cooper? How many of you have seen a car called Cooper? Raise your hand. If you have not seen it, I'll take all of us on excursion tomorrow. All the church. Bring luxurious buses. Say, enter car. We are going to a dealership. You don't know a Cooper? You don't know the car called a Cooper? Have you watched the movie called Italian Job? No, you are too busy watching Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> you are too busy watching Burning Hell. Some of you, you are too spiritual that you don't know what is happening around you. How will God deliver it into your hands? Mammon, if you don't know Mammon. I tell some people, this is a Lexus 2008, this is a Lexus 2009, this is a Lexus 2003, this is a Lexus 1999. They say, Pastor, how do you know these things? Because I like us. You give me a car, the kind of prayer I'll pray for you, even your body will be shaking under the anointing. Somebody say, Pastor, I don't believe me. Wait till you bring the car. A Cooper is a very short car, beautifully made, so cute. If you see a short woman that is beautiful, that is a Cooper. <laughs> say it, put it on Facebook. Say, Pastor Dan said it. You know, there are women that are very beautiful, but they are brief. It's not that they are short, they are just brief. And that's how God made it, to show his glory. So other women are so beautiful, but they are tall and lanky. They are not too tall. That's how God made it, to show his glory. Others are so beautiful, but they don't have foresight. They are blind. Everything is to show God's glory. Some are beautiful, but they are on the big side. They are not fat. They are big boned. You dare tell a lady you are fat, you are in trouble. You are short. You will remember the day your mother was born. If she has sight. Excited because I am of God. I am of God. If you miss this sermon tonight, don't you ever forget that you are of God. First John 4 4. It's so easy to cram. First John 4 4. I am of God. Somebody troubles you, say, Why are you worrying yourself? I am. Listen, anyone that is of God has his life covered. Anyone that is of God has his life covered. These are the kind of things you'll be sharing on Facebook. You'll be sharing people with long legs. Anyone that is of God has his life covered. God has your back covered. He has your future covered. He has every area of your life covered. Why? Because you are of God. 
I don't have a father to do it for me. I don't have a mommy to do it for me. Do you really need your mother and your father again? No, why? You are of God. If my father was here, <laughs> Allah, my father was a foolish man. He was a minister under Abacha, but he didn't steal anything. You don't know much. He needed not to steal anything. Why? Because you are of God. Please, Auntie Sally, do you know the PA to the VC of ABU? I, I've, been, I've been praying for admission. Do you know the PA? Yes, I know the PA. It's a chori man. It's from my husband's village. His name is Peter Bijimi. <laughs> Take my CV and go and give Peter Bijimi. If Bijimi deals with you, he takes your, CV, your, your jump score, take your wire result, put it under the table. Two weeks later, it's in a trash can. You will be passing Mama Mokose, you buy Kose 20 Naira in your search for admission and see your score. <laughs> And Auntie Sally says she knows me, Jimmy. That is me, Jimmy. <laughs> but you find your corner. Loba Hataya. Hey, and remind yourself I am of darkness. And the entire world lies in darkness. But because I am of God, the light of God will shine out of darkness. Say they are looking for people with 245. Grace will single you out. Why? Because you are of God. So I say, Pastor, how come it's not working for me? Because you didn't know it. You didn't know it. You didn't know it. Because you're of God, you can't be small. Say amen. Amen. If you ask Jerry now to come and talk about his father and his family, he will say, my name is J Jerry. Ofi, Ofi, the son of Akeridolu. Akeridolu, the son of Ogenga. Ogenga, the son of Emekango. Emekango, the son of Ngori Ozi. Ngori Ozi was born by Ngara Tusi. Ngara Tusi was the great father of Umbari Ate. I have counted my genealogy to the 14th. You don't need other genealogy. Raise your hand if you are a sincere Christian. If you open Matthew chapter 1, do you read it to the end? <laughs> I just say, and Joseph begat Methuselah. If I read the first begat, I go to chapter 2. I have never finished that scripture. I jump to the next, he say, and from Jesus to the next one is 10 generations. I say one. The next one is to 40. I say good. I say you don't, you know, there is no way you will increase my life. So I join. Don't waste your time saying, John, the son of Menoma, the son of Fam, the Fam gave back to Chori. Chori was the father of five. Father gave back to seven children. One of them is uh, Sambandaji, Sambangida. The other one is Kenyi. The other one is Chori. The other one is Koi. Leave that genealogy. Say, I am of God. Say, John Fam is of God. Say, who are you? My name is Marvelous Sebastian. I am of God. Say, which village do you come from? I am a citizen of heaven. Resident 
in Nigeria. Once in a while, I visit Edo State. <laughs> you are so consigned with Obaribo. Which driver are you, Idoma? That is why you have been limited to that locality. I am of God. I am of God. The more you sit on I am of God, the more the entire resources, the entire forces of heaven comes to your disposal. Listen to me, child of God. If you begin to say this often and often and often, after a while, the way you talk, the way you walk will change. There is something that happens to our entire nervous system. Anytime we begin to talk, the more you say it, the more your body comes into alignment with the truth that comes from your spirit. The more you come into alignment, the more you begin to see the physical manifestation of the truth that you say. I've had to quarrel with many pastors on Facebook because they teach from their own experience. And you don't use your experience to validate God's word. You use God's word to validate your experience. If he says I am of God, I have no business saying he's of me. Say my name is Danny Iyang. Iyang is the son of Orok. Orok gave back to Obot. Obot gave back to Nyanga. No, 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 no. My name is Dan Yang. I am of God. My generation and my genealogy ends in God. With due respect to my earthly father, my name is Dan Paul Fredericks, and I am of God. If your traditional village people say they won't bury you, tell them, leave me in Kaduna. You know, some of you, you go to tribal meeting because of death. See, if they die now, they'll carry him to Ikotek Bene. If, if I don't go to that meeting, pastor, and I die, they will leave me here, and my corpse will, my corpse will be in Kaduna, this house land. Then my spirit will be running around in Kamazo. Pastor, let me go for a tribal meeting. Because I am of God, anywhere you plant me, I get to heaven. Don't waste your time traveling eight hours to bury me. Stop at kilometer 31. You have honored me enough. Tell a liar. Our pastor, when he was alive, he said, if we come to kilometer 31, we should stop. And we don't want to disobey him. Please, we want to get a small plot in this entire city and bury our pastor. If you go beyond 31, I won't forgive you. And I'm serious. You know why? Because I am of God. And I hold all of you accountable. If you carry me beyond 31 kilometers, I won't forgive you. 31 kilometers. Put all your expensive cars. When you get to 31, stop. All right. If the man don't give you space, find a space on the road. <laughs> Say, Pastor, we leave you here till we see again. <laughs> you know why I teach this truth? Because I am. I will not allow secular things, cultural things hold me bound. So let's take let's, let's take Pastor Jerry. Allah Jerry, I will follow you to your village. <laughs> I will put Pastor Silas in that bus. Say, take him to his village. Me well like life. I'm not being a boss. Where are you going? Coffee. And go to Akeregu. They sleep under a tree because they want to bury you. Where is chief of staff? And chief of admin. That is the reason why you are pastors. Carry this man to his village. I will be in my study sipping wine and be calling you. Punkai Nayenzi. Punkai Lokoja. May the God of your father go with you. 
when you get to, uh, where is the next village? Okay, I'll call you again. Are you, okay? Are you in Agba now? All right. Are you eating banana? All right. All right, keep going, keep going. My spirit is with you. <laughs> you have arrived in the village, okay. Pastor Fan, bury the man and come back home. <laughs> I can't go far because I am of God. Pastor Fam, do you really think if I have a member of this church, I will go to Koma Hills in Adama State and climb that hill to go and bury him on top of a hill? I will not go there. But if you want to go, we'll put you in the best ambulance to take you to Koma Hills. But I'll be here. He didn't call me to bury people in distant land. He said, bury them in the city. <laughs> And I'm telling you, I'm serious. So if you're a member of this church, begin to work on your cultural heritage and remind yourself that you are of God. Anywhere they plant you, you will find him. Do you know that the average Muslim, once he gives his life to Allah, the Quran becomes his culture. That is why those Yoruba people are not seen as authentic Muslims. Because you want to be buried in a casket. You want to wait till your brother in London and the one in the US come. So you lie in the mortuary for two weeks. You want undertakers to take you and be dancing. Ah, why will an undertaker be dancing with me? <laughs> this world is going somewhere. In the beginning it was not so. Now I watch and I see they're so uniform for undertakers. Some smart boys are making millions of some Christians whose head is under their leg. They put my mother in the casket. They take, they take two steps forward and take six backward. You are wasting my time. Put that down, let me go home. I will not stay here. Our genealogy is traceable to God. I am of God. It is key and important that you know who you are. Praise God. We are creatures in God. Let me give you another scripture and then we go home. First John 3 verse 1. First John 3 verse 1. Behold what manner of love. Yes. The Father has bestowed on us that we should be called what? Children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. We are the children of God. The things that I'm saying, some people can literally be offended because they don't know him. They claim they know him, but they don't know him. <sighs> Why will pastor be sounding as if he sleeps with God? The word says it. If I believe it or not, it settles it. But you see, the manifestation of my belief is seen in my life. There are people who stick their life to it and they see the manifestation of this truth. All right. It's after seven. Let me find a place and stop. You know, there is an inner witness that we have got. Last scripture, Romans chapter 8, verse 16, and then we'll go home. Walk and live with the consciousness that God is your father. Romans 8, 16. Romans 8, 16. It said, the spirit is a bearded witness with our spirit 
that what? That we are what? The children of God. Look at it again. It said the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. If you look at the spirit there, it's in capital. That's the Holy Spirit. Beareth witness with our recreated human spirit that we are the children of God. Child of God, you come to that point that you know within your Noah that you are a child of God. You just know it. When people are terrified about things happening in life, whether they will go to hell or go to heaven, there is a conviction in your spirit, a sitting knowing that you are what? A child of God. You are of God. Rise to your feet. open your mouth and vocalize that truth to yourself. Say, I am of God. 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 Hello. I'm sure you have been blessed by the message. We would like for you to join us every Sunday by 8.30 a.m. at the City of Grace, Karuga Road, Kamazo, Kaduna South. God bless you richly and enjoy grace.